podcast where we talk about wrestling and sports. This is the podcast where goofiness occurs. This is the Ranta Ray Podcast with hosts Brandon Martin, Jordan Little, Eric Lima, Michael Bombardier, and Yuri Ibarra as they talk about everything that's on their minds. Let's begin the ranting and raving. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, the wait, wait. <laughs> okay, never mind. Um, welcome everybody to the well, a St. Patrick's Day edition of Rant and Rave podcast, but also a um a podcast episode where I did not feel like I wanted to call the day, considering the um, what's gone down this this week. So we'll probably get into that later on, but however, um, due to, um, other priorities and, you know, and other things you had to deal with, um, Brandon Martin will not be here, um, because he has to do some uh, commentary for a game. However, um, I will be taking his place in his absence, you know, to make things run smoothly right here. And I am one of the co-founders and the co-creators and the director of the Rant and Ray podcast, Jordan Little, J-Man's Legit. Um, alongside me is uh, right now holding a, a very cherished championship that will now be forever held deep in our hearts as soon as we, before we close the show tonight. Um, right there, Mr. Eric Lima, um, WEML TV Channel 77. Yes, hello, um, America. Welcome to another episode of Rant and Ray Podcast. I'm holding this championship for a reason. We will get into that later on in the show. It's a tribute. Um, one of the championships, uh, one of the, the championship um, this uh, individual held. We'll talk about him in the later episode to honor him. But we have some fun to do, and uh, let's get to it. And also with us is another, um, another co-host here, um, Michael Bombardier. Happy St. Patrick's Day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Random Race Podcast, which is going to be another great one as usual. And also with us uh, a while ago, before he had to step out, I think he was having internet issues. Um, yep. Michael Bomb, not, not Michael Bomb, excuse me, I already said that. Um, he was, I'm, he's I'm, here. I'm sorry if I'm, if I'm mixed up in my words tonight. I just feel like, you know, I just didn't know if I was ever going to think about doing this show. Hmm. Um. But also, who was with us just a while ago? Uriel Ibarra, aka Barbara Studio. I think, think I'll introduce him as soon as he comes back. Um, but before we get into everything and dive into stuff, let's give a shout out in the live chat. How we got uh, Jose? How are you doing? Karim, the master of animation, I think. Yeah, and, uh, it looks like a new. And Bros Magic eighty five, I think. Yeah. And uh, we got. And we got the pro wrestling shoot. I think that's uh, Jesse Carter right there. How you doing? Yeah. And we got Mitchell here, Hill Jr. How you doing? Top of the evening to you. Good to see you, man. Anyway, give me a second and uh, go ahead and interact with the chat a little bit. I need to fix my bandana. All right. All right. As Jordan gets himself situated as well, that's why he's off camera for a bit. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. New chatters. Uh, Kareem, the master of animation. Welcome. To, I know it's your first time here. Um, welcome to the show. Uh, what's going on here? Well, we have a lot. Well, we have one person who has internet issues. Another, like I said, um, like Jordan said at the top of the program, and uh, Bros Magic eighty five. Hello, 
Um, welcome to the chat as well. And to our regular chatters, fan of game shows, Bull Wrestling Shoot, Mitchell Hill, and Jose. Welcome. And you saw the Batman. Okay. Pretty cool. And uh, and I'll tell you what. You, uh, you guys are going to be in fun. With, like I said, I'm holding this Intercontinental Champion to honor um, somebody. So uh, the, the honor a fallen legend. And we'll get into that because uh have a lot of fun today. St. Patrick's Day, I'm wearing green. I'm wearing an R-True t-shirt. And Michael Bombardier is wearing green as well under his AEW hoodie. And Daniela, hello. Welcome welcome to the show. And uh, yeah, Brandon Martin, like I said, he's not here. So he usually organizes everything. All right. Oh, he's back. All right. And Romy is in the house. There he is. How are you doing? By the way, yeah. uh, let me uh, go ahead and do something real quick, which will be kind of fun. All right. See, earlier today I was watching a Waffle Pwn stream. And okay. I thought, you know what? I'm going to sign in on my account on my uh, Apple TV. And I'm going to go ahead and watch it on my television as I'm, you know, dealing with stuff, you know, within the call lines and all that. Hmm. So I'm going to do this real quick with my volume turned down. Where I'm going to keep track of our progress and the live chat on this television screen. Oh, my goodness. That's that's crazy, man. Watching ourselves on another stream. That's I'm on TV, ma. <laughs> we made it on TV. So Apple am TV. I. Yeah, we're on. We're all on TV. Oh, here comes. Yeah, there he is. All right, and here is uh, another the guy that came across the border to finally get back on the panel, uh, mm -hmm. Mr. Uriel Ibarra, Ibarra Bros Studios. Happy St. Patty's Day. That's that's cough, copyright cough, yeah. <laughs> I just showcased my TV showcasing us on television. Yeah, it's even crazy. I'll show it to you, I borrow, in case you missed it. I put, I'm, I'm actually putting the stream on television, you know, so that way, you know, I can keep <laughs> a look at stuff. I'm, um, I'm on TV. <laughs> yeah, he's such a prick. <laughs> yeah, Do you want to know why people hate him so much? <laughs> uh, it's because you because you get frozen for for a second there frozen let it go let it go okay <laughs> I first, okay the reason why i'm late is because i i thought i thought there was gonna i thought there was internet issues but no i, ha I had my um i had my uh, webcam turned off <laughs> But anyway. Oh, we have those brave fart moments, don't we, man? Wow, because he's legit. <laughs> too legit to quit. That That's is true. I am who I am. And what anyway, are you? Hang on. And what are you? I'm a nice apple. That's what I am. <laughs> a nice sure, sure. <clears throat> Anyway. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a look at something real quick because um, it's regarding the opener. Um, we're going to go ahead and start off with the fun fact of the week. This is usually what Brandon would do, but he told me to look at number 25 of this right. best life online thing. Okay. Actually, I took a note of this before we went on, on the air like many hours ago. Yeah, it's right here in my notes. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right. You guys ready for this? Oh, it's been interesting. No. Go ahead. Shoot. What you got? The the M's in Eminem stand for Mars and Murray. Hmm. Bill Murray? I know Mars is like uh, the Mars. Let me, re let me repeat that. 
Mars and Murray, like Mars as in the planet and Murray, I think it was M U R R I E. I know also Mars is the name of the, of the candy company. Cause you know, Mars bar was a huge thing back mm. in the day. And I'm assuming that's what probably it represents. So anyway, that would be Forrest Mars and Bruce Murray. The two businessmen who created the candy-coated chocolates, the two actually had a very contentious relationship. As Mars leveraged Murray out of his 20% share in the company in 1949, years before M&M's would become the best-selling candy in the U.S., paying him just $1 million for a share of business, share of business that would quickly be worth billions. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Wait, you know why Lucas got fired from the M&M factory? He kept throwing out all the W's. <gasps> oh. Hey, and his comment popped up on my on television. <laughs> right, you get to see. The comment made it on TV, Romy. <laughs> you seen it you seen it here first. You seen it you seen it here. Good, I mean, good luck working at the uh the M&M's uh, place or at uh, New York. M&M and Mercury Metro and That's going to be it for the fun fact of the week right there. But still, I want to ask you, what do you guys think of the fun fact of the week that was just presented just now? I did, yeah, M&M. Um, I want to ride a zebra. Okay. You always <laughs> ride a zebra. No, not not me, him. Uh, uh, Romy. Um, I thought it was an interesting fact. I know Mars. I know Mars was like a huge candy company as well, probably named after the gentleman you mentioned. And M and M's could be could be part of that, so I thought that's interesting, because because uh, like I said, Mars Bar was a humongous thing back in the day as well. So it's like humongous, yeah, humongous. So I I uh, I thought I thought it was interesting. What do you guys think? I have to. I gotta agree with Eric. Very really interesting. To be honest mm. with you. Only twenty percent of that company he's got shoved out of it. Cheapest. Well, well, jumping bean. What's your thoughts? Oh my god. This is why we can't have nice things. But I was not aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I know, I know the the company Mars Bars, but I, I never realized the the other M stands for Murray. Mm. Better than Skittles. Oh, just so we're clear, that's blasting me. I can't do it like just Jim so, Ross did. Just, just so we're clear, I love you, Ibarra. Just love to bust your balls every now and then. Same. Yeah, I love you too. But anyway, we oh, just installed oh, 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 a thing. new boiler. Hmm. I wonder, you know, I bet Ben will find some way to, you know, talk about me and give give a joke to you in, in, in private messenger, and then I'll have to do another imitation of him again. <laughs> well, well, I don't know about that. Hmm. Better than Skittles. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Eminem is better than Skittles. I'm more of a Reese's person, though. I actually, I don't care what it is. As long as I like it, I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's not that bad, but I'm more of a Reese's, um, Reese's Pieces type of person. I like, you know. I don't, I don't think, you know what? I, you know what I don't think, think Jerome, um, you, you know what, what I think, um, why Jerome doesn't like Skittles? Yeah. He's not into fruit. Oh boy! Oh boy! I know, I know. Oh, I'm a, boy. I'm a, I'm a dick. 
Oh boy! Family yeah. time fruit joke. <laughs> hey, listen. Skittles is is based off of fruit, you know. Um, you mentioned about his people trying to be on the lookout. <laughs> fruity Skittles, fruit, fruit, fruity Skittles, fruity Skittles. I can't yeah, do I mean, what you wanted. Besides, there's okay. so many. Uh, besides, I never really understood uh, when I when I used to taste Skittles. I never thought of you know. He told me to let you <laughs> see. He got. He get it. He you got the joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Eminem. You, you, There's you only one told person. me you loved me, you catchers. <laughs> There's only one person when I think of when you mentioned Eminem. Oh, wait a minute, Romy. Does that make you the pitcher? Grab your tortoise and picks for Well, spring training baseball season's on uh, is starting. Just watch the Red Yeah, and we just had and we just had a discussion, you know, recently that you know baseball season is no longer having to be held back, you know, anymore. Yeah, it's gonna be a full season. But spring training has been cut down a little bit. That's okay. Well, but anyway, let's go ahead and uh, look back on. Uh, but anyway, hold on. What, what what was your wait? What was your thoughts? Did you ever get your thoughts on M and M's? Like of the of why it was made, uh, Uriel. Oh, no, I did say that. I mean, it's actually interesting. I, I know the company uh, Mars. I, I never realized the, the Murray part. <laughs> I mean, I, lo I love M&M's. Michael, you're Michael, Mike. You're yes, I, yes, I am. Now, for, now assume the position. Well, if you assume the position as a pitcher, you would rather be a closer. <laughs> And here come the baseball jokes that will be coming around. This season is well, starting. Romy's been known to be that kind of person in more ways than one. Yeah. Every time I think of him, and just now, ask I'm Gary. Oh, fellow Buffalo. Mike. Uh oh. Mike. No, it wasn't Mike. I was like, Uriel just forwarded me a message. Where, where, wait, where'd you forward this from? Guess. Oh, Uriel? <laughs> Uriel? Okay. Uh, yes, right? You were just talking about them earlier. Ben? Who else would it be? I didn't think he'd say... Oh, my God. You're and guess what he says. And guess what he says. Jordan's downtown after every r, &R episode. Don't forget the lube. And yes, I bought this off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Too much information for me to know. Molina. Oh, ben, but you know what? I don't care. Team. Hold on. Hi, guys. Ben Wellner here. I got some <laughs> stuff off the internet that, you know, that make me look a little. Wait, I can't say that because that's too degrading to the LGBT. But, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It's, you know, hooray, I'm gay, and, uh, oh, wait, what's this, Jordan? Wait, is he is he talking about, about gay people? Oh, wait, let me make a make a joke. Hold on. This is what's going to be put in Jordan's mouth, Uriel, so forward it to him. So that way he will – that Yo. way he'll be, be taught a lesson, <laughs> and that way I, I will be supremely, you know, gay as – and not just gay as in homosexual, as in happy, more happy than he is, flawless, whatever. I'm going to go read some Dr. Seuss books and kick back <laughs> and, then, and, and, then, and then watch some R&R &R on television, which probably is the only thing I got my television other than both is – but there you go. Ta-ta. Peace out. Nipple squeeze. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, closer, you had closer because that opening is next. <laughs> At least I didn't make a video game joke on a psychopath's white, and I didn't blame any for the incident. Um, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred again? Yeah, the, the Atari joke. The thing that's is, never, I actually do never, know that, that's, that's never going to die down. We all know no, that. Unfortunately, the uh, thing is, I see do I see do uh, know um, more um, porn related games. The only thing is, the only difference is the graphics weren't as good back then as they are now. But you know, as, as the graphics in video games, uh, uh, Atari, you get like block Thanks, and stick man. figures, and blocks and stick, it's very blocky and stick figures. So, <laughs> oh god, uh, the burning ring of fire. I mean, and I, we. All right, let's get on with the with a few uh, things right quick. First off, um, we're going to cover a little bit of um, with uh, AEW Dynamite's uh, St. Patrick's Day Slam of 2022 great as of last night. My, yeah, I, I my thoughts exactly. A great Dynamite, you know, special. Wish it was a pay-per-view because that would have been a, whole, a lot better. But then again, the main event, you'd think you'd have too much pressure. But however, the main event itself, Kind of interesting of how you don't ha have your cronies back you up, mm. like they've yeah. had for the quite past few months. Well, yep, not this time around though, and it worked out in the favor of the challenger. But we'll get to that in just a minute. Mm -hmm. We got a trios match that had um, that had Adam Cole and Red Dragon uh, facing off against the champions, uh, the world champion Adam Page, and the world tag team champions Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus, and Surprisingly, which I believe will be the challengers side, you know, um, Adam Cole and Red Dragon, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, which I called the disputed era. Mm. Um, I'm doing fine, Ben. Thank you. They, yeah, I'm doing good, man. Uh, they won uh, via pinfall, and you know, and then the next match we had was Brian Danielson and John Moxley defeating best friends Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta, and, and a you know, which obviously having the mi mixture of both Danielson and Moxley, their mm -hmm. styles mixed into one team, one hell of a combination and an unorthodox they're style. Gonna they're gonna be so they're gonna be unbeaten, and let's just say if Red Dragon knocks off Jurassic Express, I'd like to see that matchup. Red Plus, Dragon let's not Mo take away let's not take away one thing about Brian Danielson and John Moxley. They too are you know used to be tag team you know champions, but not with not together, but right, you yeah. know, separately. I mean, they know what it's like to be in a tag team. Like, we have uh, Ambrose's case with Seth Rollins, you know, and then we got, you know, uh, Brian's case with Kane, you know, and yeah. then with uh, Rowan once upon a time. But oh, uh, Internet issues again with Ariel. Or did he <laughs> – or is his webcam off again? Or did, it, or did his Visa card expire? Oh, stop. Oh, my goodness. I, 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 I'm sure he's okay. I guess it's the Internet. This is why I, I hate hate you know Streamyard and Wi-Fi in general. Like it's you need it in order to you know in order to provide the entertainment. Yeah, that's that's one unfortunate. That's why when uh, when we our house gets delayed around May and June depends on which. And when I'm staying at my uncle's. My uncle does not have Wi-Fi, so it's going to be very difficult for me to stream from my phone and all that. And that that's another thing too. Then I knew I don't want to stream at the mall and then stay off stay there all day and all night. And I don't want to do that either. So yeah. So it let's is. Get, let's, let's continue on with the, yeah. with the. El Mariachi. <laughs> El Mariachi, a new luchador from 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 Mexico. 
Oh. Disguise himself as Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> anyway, the... This guy. I'm bad. I'm so bad. Okay, continue on before we take this thing off the rails again. <laughs> yeah. Besides, this is about about this is a day for the Irish, not not, not the not the yeah. Mexicans. No. Uh. But either way, um, we got uh, yeah, Danielson and Moxley. They defeat best friends, you know. And you know what? The fact that William Regal paired these two, and the fact that we might see Wheeler Yuta change sides, might you know. Okay, here we go. Hold on one second. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with you. I thought your I, I I thought that was your Visa card expiring after you got jumped off. It's a joke. I don't even have a credit card. Great! Somebody's gonna get kicked out out of a. No, I'm just kidding. Credit card. It's gonna get to Mariachi after you. Anyway, I, I gotta um, go to the, I gotta go to the downtown to see if they have those masks. I bet they do. Yeah, that should be that should be your persona right there. Maybe if you if you wearing a mask would be an improvement. <laughs> Ouch. But hey, ask Ray Mysterio works wonders for him. Oh. By the way, uh, what what's going on? Oh wait a minute. That's not. There you go. That's not what I was talking about, but whatever. A wrestling mask. <laughs> oh, well. Uh. <laughs> anyway, next uh, thing we have was a segment called the <coughs> called the Jericho uh, Appreciation. Um, like, what Society. was it called again? Jericho Appreciation Society, J-A-S. So yeah, the promo itself was pretty good. Chris Jericho, you know, you know, turning a heel after almost a year, I believe. I hope this isn't a back and forth thing with Jericho, because let me let's be honest, him turning from face to heel, face to heel is gonna would be really bothersome and boring. Mm -hmm. But at least he was a great, you know, baby face for the majority of 2021. But you know, you know, Jericho, he he knows how to play a great bad guy. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, you need a good guy, you know, to help enhance the the you know the hated. Uh, you know, heels, but yeah, him and his new, uh, new family, they, um, they had a great, you know, promo while Jericho did most of the talking. A-S-S. <laughs> -S. That's funny. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I heard, um, I heard, heard I heard the hammering. It's okay. Yeah, so you're going to have to expect me like, um, like, uh, muting my mic, um, constantly. Yeah. A-S-S. <laughs> Angel second shift. Angel second shift. <laughs> but anyway, so that promo was pretty good. Then we had the TNT Championship match between uh, Scorpio Sky defending his newly won title for after last week's, you know, um, uh, Dynamite against Wardlow, who was the number one contender thanks to the the face of the Revolution uh, ladder match, where he grabbed that brass ring which looked like a floaty, you know, yeah. you carry into the pool. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It does. So yeah, um, and shockingly enough, uh, Scorpio Sky retained his title. But then again, it wasn't so shockingly because MGF and Scor and uh, Sean Spears interfered. Yep. And apparently, Sean apparently it was a payoff by uh, 
MJF to um, America's top team, you know, to, you know, right there to cost Wardlow the match or to help beat down Wardlow in a sense. Mm. And we could, we could tell Wardlow ain't going to be TNT champion as long as he's still, you know, in the crosshairs of MGF after what he did at, you know, um, freaking, mm. freaking revolution. Looks like a bone, like the bonus ring Sonic jumps into go into the bonus round. Speaking of Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 will be uh, coming into theaters, uh, you know, next month. Yeah, yeah I've heard about Sonic 2. Idris Elba will voice like one um, of those gold rings. Those gold rings. Yes, yes. By the way, just to give you a heads up, I think I'm gonna gonna go to theaters to watch this movie. You know, I hope I don't have to go any through any, you know, like COVID. Kobe I mean, I, yeah, I, I hope I don't. I, I mean, if I have to wear a mask, that's fine. I, I mean, but here's the thing. I'm not going to be near other people anyway. Besides mm. so the being in the movie theater, you don't have to be near people. Yeah. And you, could t- you could take your date over there. You could take your <laughs> take your family over there, but just don't be near other people. I mean, if that's all there is, you know. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, I'm going to be I'm going to rewatch the first movie the day before the, the second one comes out. And then I'm gonna watch the the movie as it released to theaters the next day. Hmm. Maybe I'll do a review for it on R and R. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I I might do I might do the exact same thing. I mean, there is another trailer. I mean, there is another trailer that came out this week that might uh, go over. The next match we had were the Hardys making their their AEW tag team debut. Debut, not debut. Excuse me. Debut. Yeah. yeah. I said I said debut, not debut. David Ware. David Ware. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, the <clears throat> Hardys, Matt and Jeff Hardy, they made their tag team debut on, you know, Dynamite and AEW, defeating Private Party, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn, who are now in the Andrade family office, you know, renamed from the Hardy family office, now Andrade Hardy family office. First movie was shockingly decent. It looked like it was doomed from the start. Yes, Michael. Yeah. yeah it was the, kind of like, uh, meow. Kind of like answering what he, it, like, I asked him if it was like one of those gold rings. And Yeah, yeah, I know. But what nah, he's also, he has cock oh, rings. I've seen them. That is an image that I will be cursed forever in my head. You could you could thank 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 Rumi for that. You learn something new every day. Now I'm now, now I'm more concerned for, for his family. Five golden rings. Shut up! <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Hardy's they defeat Private Party, and you <laughs> hold on. Unfortunately, you have the belt with the black. Black leather. That's not racist. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I don't. I should have thought about wait, that. Print, like wait, Prince. Wait, Prince out. Oh my god. Prince, Prince Albert in a can. No, no, no. I know what he's talking about. Yeah. I, in fact, I when when you say um, like uh, like 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 penis rings, oh. <laughs> and then Prince Albert. I'm like in my head. I know. I, I'm joking. I know which Prince Albert you're talking about. The wrestler, TNA. <laughs> well, TNA before the actual TNA company, but you know. 
Yeah, I know. Well, that, well, that really scarred you for life, the cock rings. Ah! Ah! It has scarred me for life. I mean, like, freaking. Anyway, we got... So, I think we can move on to the main event right now because the, there was nothing else happening after that. No other segments. The Women's World Championship Steel Cage match. And I'm not going to lie. This was bloody... It was mm-hmm. it was actually a step up from the from last year's lights out match between Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. <coughs> and on top of that, it happened in Thunder Rosa's hometown of San Antonio, Texas. And Rosa, not gonna lie, she definitely earned the big W and winning the newly, you know, designed women's world championship title belt. Yeah, that you know, she deserved that. It was yeah, Thunder Rosa. Yeah. What a rivalry! Deserve that W. That's ri- I that. love this rivalry. To be honest with you, and, mm. and I think it was one of you that, that said mm. last night. You made one of you made an absolute great point on. I think it was on your live stream, Jordan. Yeah. How St. Patrick's Day proves to be a side of bad luck for Britt Baker. Oh yeah, it does. That is a true it does. It does. Oh my god! <laughs> my favorite it, holiday. It does. It does, but you know what Romy just sent me? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, this all started with cocker rings. I'm like, I could say this. Britt Baker has competed hit on St. Patrick's Day Slam. It's proven to be bad luck for her. Yeah. Yeah. Two years in a row. Two years in a row. Yeah, two years. That's what I said. Yeah. Years in a row. Yeah, not, yeah, not everybody can find no, out a pot of gold. I mean, not everybody can find out a pot of gold. Not if they're Irish. Well, mm. you well, you should know because you're not Irish yourself. But I but I am in my uh, descent. Uh, well, I mean, oh, I thought I, I thought you were, I thought you're part Jewish. <laughs> you, I'm you living think, in the south side so. of Actually, so, I am. So I just much- don't. I'm like, okay, I've got Jew, I've got Scottish, I've got Irish, you know. I don't... You're I, a Gallagher boy. Yeah, there's like nine people watching, and where's everybody in the live chat except for this fat bastard talking? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's got the Brandon. Romy talking, Romy the only one being the one talking in the live chat is equivalent to Romy talking to a brick wall. No response. <laughs> I mean, he does. I mean, he does talk to his little Hey, Jay, how you doing, man? Yeah, uh, Jay is here, though. Jay is here. Jay Houston. What's going on, Jay, Mr. Houston? What's going on with you? Hope, hope you oh. Well. oh, my God. I got a really nasty joke. You know how Jordan just said that he's Irish? Oh, so, oh. No, uh, so no wonder why he keeps making those border jokes at me. <laughs> hey, got you there, huh? Look, look, look who's the prick now. <laughs> got you there. I got that you was there. good. Glory that was good. Is in the house. What's going on? Oh, here we go. We're about to be oh, set. We're about to be, putting oh. our, we're about to be putting our. We're about to be putting our place right now. Bravo! Oh, Romy like. Romy approved. Romy approved. Romy approved. Somebody call my mama. Yeah, I finally made a joke for once. 
Send for the man. But, but either way, um, regardless, I give that match, you know, the main event a five out of five. But as for the rest of the event, I mean, all the other matches were, were fine. I mean, standard, maybe three out three point five to a four. But still, other matches were pretty, you know, very typical and very, you know, obvious to see. But I give the entirety of the show um, maybe a, an 8.5 out of 10. There was a thing you forget to mention. FTR and the Young Bucks, they had a little backstage segment. I didn't really count. I don't really. I didn't really count the backstage segments, to be honest. Well, well, why? Who's in who place? I was well, just being. I was just being funny, Warren. Uh, Warren, I'll call my mama. <laughs> okay, call. Okay, where is it, Kim? Where's her number? Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding, Romy. I'm kidding. I don't have your mom's number, and if I did, I would tell you. And then. What's up with the camera, Uriel? Take the picture. Oh. All right, all right, got it. There you I, go. thought you, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna take a picture with the flash on, then just try to blind me. I do my vision. I, see, I can't do that. Hang on. Mm. Uh, chop busters. I think we should be. That's what. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's going on my wall. <laughs> Would that qualify you for that. Playboy? Uh, hey, yo, no, I mean, but you gotta make money somehow. No, but it qualifies him for Playgirl. <laughs> oh, God, I'm high I was young. <laughs> I was stupid. You told me girls bought that magazine. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. That explains the, the casting couch. Mikey, happy St. Patrick's Day. Harry, happy St. Patrick's Day to you too, Lauren. Yeah, but anyway. Oh. What do you guys? What did you guys think of the of the event? I I don't I don't think uh, Uriel watched it, but I know Michael and Eric did. Yeah, as I was, I'll tell you what the the women's title championship matchup. Uh, it was this is you know, uh, totally awesome. These ladies, like they brought it. They're bringing the women's division is starting to kick up with a notch too. Um, uh, you got Hikaru Shida and uh, and uh, Serena Deeb cutting promos, and so you're wanting these ladies. They're gonna. They're, there's another few that's gonna be really really. Really big, and um, I think Jay Cargo says anybody can step up to the plate, and I think Britt Baker now that l- losing the um, AEW Women's World Championship. <laughs> it, <laughs> I don't drink alcohol, but that's okay. <laughs> nah, I'm. <sorry. laughs> I was doing a mixed impression. <laughs> Uh, hey, I, thought, I, I thought I thought I thought that Actually, was you doing you know a d- during a Groundhog's Day impression. Actually, you know, what I just realized Michael is the Michael is the only one who's not wearing green. I mean, you got the green bandana. Uh, false. 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 Yeah, he's got, got the green mm. shirt. I'm green you. all the way, baby. Yeah. One of yeah, these is why false. Where, where, where's Ariel. the card to go? Where's the card to go with it? Up. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Oh no! Don't pull out the visa, please! Don't. Oh, oh okay. There you go. Yeah, okay, yeah. you're good. You, you, you may, you may, you may, you are cleared to pass through my border. <laughs> oh boy! And for the record, oh, I didn't show the number. He just gave me a joke to put in there. Oh boy, we're in trouble now. Anyways, uh, yeah, the the women's the women's division is trying to kick up a notch. You you see, Sheeta and, and Deep going to go at it. You 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 see, you already saw Rosa and Britt Baker. We'll see what's next, and. 
basically Paige Van Zant and Ty Conti, they're going to go at it. That would be a heck of a match because Paige Van Zant, MMA fighter. Ty Conti's a former judo expert. So, and them in wrestling, I'll tell you one, that's going to be a feud. Man, what is with these martial artists just coming into, like, uh, professional wrestling? I mean, I remember when Steve Blackman came into the world of professional wrestling. Sure, he didn't mount to... Shamrock started the whole thing. Yeah, but... Oh, jeez. Here we go. The Brock Lesnar channel is back. I don't have time for your shenanigans. F off. The only shenanigans that should be happening will be my shenanigans coming... In the spring, in late spring, early summer, after the de-letting of the house is done and my new room is finished up, that's the that's the that's the only shenanigans are going to be happening. Good, yeah, God. beat my. <laughs> Hi, yeah. honey, I'm home. That's is that what you say to Sable? Good thing you didn't say. Good thing you did. Good thing. You... <laughs> um, you know, to be honest with you. Uh, yes, uh, Lauren, but still, overall, the the event <laughs> itself was good. Can't ask for a better, you know, um, main event match than that. And I, and I meant to conclude the tag team division is also starting to kick up a notch. With, uh, you got FTR and the Young Bucks are about to go at it. The Hardys just came in. Jurassic Express, Red Dragon, you know, starting to step up a little bit. So this is good. And the whole the whole thing, I like it. Same thing, same slam. Oh, my God. If that, if that... Okay, if it flashed right into your eyes while you're wearing those glasses, dude, I'd say be careful then because you'll get blinded by doing that. Blinded me with science! <laughs> blinded me with science! Isn't it crazy? Isn't that crazy? DLC 2 was 21 years ago. Actually, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like 21 years ago, the match on the on the very night where, you know, Stone Cold turned heel, but still it was an epic TLC match with all three of the contenders from SummerSlam. But yeah. then there was a TLC uh, three, you yeah. know, and it happened on SmackDown, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. Ed That's Christian one of the that was one Hardy of the best Dudley. new uh, SmackDown episodes too. A lot of tag teams, man. I'm telling you, and, and so much personality, so much story driven into it. When you had tag teams like the Dudley Boys. The Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, the um, at the Acolytes or the 8PA. Oh no! Give the toilet jiggles back. <laughs> Who clogged the toilet? Please give it a little jiggle. <laughs> jiggle the toilet. Okay, get a plunger. I think the Mario Brothers are here. <laughs> anyway, Koopa, a Koopa. I killed him. Get five thousand points. Oh, a Hammer Brother. Oh God. You mentioned Mario Brothers. After mm -hmm. Midnight bo Boondock Saints. Please give it a the oh. Boondocks. The Boondock down in the well, Boondock. Well, first of all, I gave Dynamite a 9 out of 10. It's good. And please, and second of all, please give it a little, little jiggle. Are you sure it's not? Are you sure it's not? Not jingle like one of those Alpha stuff commercials. Wait, 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 what was it? Michael? It's I gave the event it, I gave Don No, 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 about the jiggle thing. Please give it a jingle. Are you sure it's not jingle? Jingle. Jingle all the way. <laughs> like one of those Alka Seltzer things. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Woo nice ones. 
Oh, uh, Michael and Uriel Ibarra coming up with the one-liners today, man. Hey, guess what? <laughs> they're they're improving. Yeah, that, this is good. This is a progress, making great progress. I like. You know, that. you know, you know what we call this? It's not. You know, this is way better than uh, better than AEW Dark Elevation because now these two are elevating. Yeah. I mean, anything is better than WWE at this point. Microsoft went, went down down, down ten points. Yeah. Please give it a little jiggle. <laughs> Also, that's why they got. Also, that's why they bought Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. Speaking of Banjo Kazooie, I'm thinking about purchasing that online soon. You know, on the internet for cartridge. Good. Yeah, that's all I got to say regarding um last night regarding AEW Dynamite. But tomorrow night I will be doing my usual um live reaction stream to AEW Rampage. I think that'll be a follow up of the event of its entirety. Yeah, there'd be a few so, matches in the card. So, so, but anyway, I don't have anything else to to add on to the opening segment, you know, because after all, I don't. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what other promotions there is, other than the fact that Prestige Wrestling might be doing another event. Because after all, I don't follow Prestige Wrestling like Brandon does. Because after all, it's in his area, not mine. So, mm-hmm. do you think it's time we do our topics, or should we just keep rambling on like idiots? <laughs> I could do my. I mean, usually the best, usually the best part of the show is when we just like ramble about nothing. Well, after all, what we got got to keep things going. I mean, after all, we have to, you know, somehow, you know, get to where we're at right now. We got to, you know, pay some tributes, and after all, we got to make sure we get, you know, everything in order. Because by God, we are killing time. Yeah. By the way, why I'm wearing a bandana? Well, one, it's for me to stand out, and two, it's also green. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Jay. Exactly. And, and three looks like one look like Tommy the Green Ranger from um Green from the Return of the Green Ranger episodes. But anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, play our you know um our usual sponsors. First off, in fact, I'll, you know what? I'm gonna try and play them one of each, so that way we can finally get them all done in one sitting. So we're gonna go with the pro wrestling shoot with Jesse Carter, then the 25 with Alex Perez, and also the Scorpion Death Drop with Leon Calavera. So that being said, gentlemen, take it away, bitches. What's going on, Rant and Rave listeners? Do you like listening to wrestling interviews? Well, you're going to be going to the right place. Come check out my podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, with your host, Jesse Carter, where we do interviews with pro wrestlers, music guests, reviews of current product, and reviews of old product. If you like listening about wrestling, you'll love listening to my show. Come check us out and give us a follow on Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, on Twitter you can follow me at Carter Inc., C-A-R-D-E-R-I-N-C. And then we're also going to be doing some live streams on Twitch and YouTube shortly. You can follow us on there at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. Go ahead and go over there and give us a subscribe so that way that you know when we're going to be dropping content. You'll be notified right away and you can get started on the action. Come on over to anchor.fm to follow the podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Anywhere you get your podcast, it's available everywhere. Come check us out. All right, let's get back to what's more important, and that's the Rant and Rave podcast. Are you bored? Are you looking for a YouTube channel that features the best game shows created on YouTube? Are you looking for entertaining TV shows and live streams all created by Alex Paris? The 25 has your answer. We feature the game shows, we feature the most entertaining TV shows, and we have some awesome live streams for you to enjoy 
all created by Alex Paris and his wonderful staff. The 25 KAPR TV, only on YouTube. Are you looking for a channel that has viewpoints you always wanted to say, but were hesitant to say? A channel that does not support censorship from big tech monopolies and promotes free speech even what's said is controversial. A community that will make you feel like you're part of an actual brotherhood instead of just a number that will be tossed aside at any given time for any rhyme or reason. A YouTuber that does not give a damn what others think of him and will stick to his morals, regardless of the consequences. And a YouTuber that will help out smaller channels that the higher-ups at YouTube has long since abandoned. And a YouTuber that will give you the voice and a platform if you are not given one. If any of these apply to you, subscribe to the Scorpion Death Drop, aka Liam Colavera. The content there ranges from rant videos, live streams, open forums, and other upcoming content to enjoy. Scorpion Death Drop, real rants, no sugar coating. No bullshit. Subscribe for daily content. You can follow Liam Colavera on Facebook and on Twitter at TemplarKing underscore SDD. And other social medias will be linked in the description of every upload so you don't miss out on all the action. Liam Colavera, K.A. The Scorpion Death Drop. Subscribe and join the Crow Templars today. And now back to our hosts, the Rant and Rave Podcast. Thank you, gentlemen. And now, first off, before we get into our topics, Romy sent me a voice recording. Hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> I think he probably, I, I think he probably, uh, man. Wow. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into our topics right here, right now. So with that being said. It's show time, ho! Oh my god, Uriel! What were you thinking, bro? But anyway, um, we'll start. We'll go ahead in this order. First off, we'll go with um, with um, we'll go with uh, Eric, then with uh, myself, Michael, and then Uriel. And then after that, we'll, we're going to have a guest on here for a few moments, giving us a mini rant. But that's oh. going to be, you know, just in a few moments. All right. But until then, Eric, go ahead with your go ahead with the topic. Okay, as you know, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe came out with the uh, Booster Starter Pack. In fact, it was supposed to come out tomorrow, but they came out today. And um, I checked them out. I checked out the, um, the, the, uh, the new cart um, on, on video on YouTube because I'm going to be playing – if you want to see me play them on um, this Saturday, on the Saturday Superstarcade, I'll be playing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with the new tracks. It's going to be a lot of fun. And these were the new, um, these were the tracks. Um, I do believe this is the Golden Cup, oh, the Golden Cup, the uh, Lucky Cat, the I believe this. Is the, the, let me see. Um, hide, hide. All right, here we go. Um, the Golden Dash Cup. Which will have the t- Paris Promenade, the Toad Circuit, the Chaco Mountain, and the Coconut Mall, with the one that came out. I'm reading off the Switch right now. I took pictures of it. The Lucky Cat Cup. It will be um, the Tokyo Blur, the Shroom Ridge, Sky Garden, and Ninja Hideaway. Then you have yet to um, name tracks for the Turnip Cup, Propeller Cup, Rock Cup, Moon Cup, 
uh, fruit cup, no jokes, please. Uh, boomerang cup, feather cup, cherry cup, acorn cup, and the spiny cup. So cherry boo cup. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yep. Those are the cups, names of the cups. And, uh, um, that, and I'm really excited about playing these tracks. Like I said, um, Saturday Superstar K, my, uh, for my YouTube channel, I'll be playing the new cup. Two girls. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was funny. I'll never eat chocolate the same way again. Names of all the cups, man. So we got eight tracks down, 40 to go. So that means five different waves. It seems like to me. So I think they're doing like if they doing eight tracks per um um, eight tracks per wave would be five different waves. That means probably a couple of waves this this year and possibly a couple more next year. But I'm excited about these um cards, uh, these uh, new cups. I can't wait to try them out. <laughs> can't wait. And that ends my topic. All right. Well, okay. So what I'm going to uh, go ahead and say here is, is that um recently – I've been working on some things to try and work on a roster and I have done just that for W13. I've already got all the men I needed, you know, for the Agit Era superstars. I didn't yeah. go after, I didn't go, I didn't ask any women cause there's barely any women that, you know, do watch professional wrestling to be represented by either like Lita, Stephanie McMahon or Trish Stratus, but it's okay. However, um, I got all the men, uh, required, you know, to be represented for each, you know, wrestler. And uh, Romy is, you know, one of those men who are amongst the people within the roster. And so is Uriel, along with uh, Eric and Michael here. And as for me, yeah, I'm also in there. But however, I'm not going to, you know, abuse my power when it comes to it. Because even though I've got what you call creative control, as it were. But <laughs> but I'm not going to but I'm not going to but I'm not going to abuse my power like some people would. But all that aside, then we've got, you know, we've got this. Um, I didn't do a live stream, chill majority stream earlier today because I was, uh, you know, busy doing some things as a mod on a on another server. Mm. But but as far as uh, I'm concerned, I will be doing a chill majority stream tomorrow and I will complete, you know, um, Metal Gear Solid, you know from what's left of it that I have to complete and hopefully Eric will be there and maybe Andrew and maybe hopefully anybody that's, you know, that wants to be there, have a great time. And then after I'm done with Metal Gear Solid, um, I guess I'll be going back to Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, you know, to, you know, gets the, make sure it's a hundred percent, but and yes, as usual, I will be doing my usual uh, Friday night rampage uh, live reactions, but this time it'll start at 11:30. And my God, that is a crime because making you stay up that late for freaking shame. college basketball. Watch yeah, college basketball can suck it. <laughs> I mean, I got no problem with people who love college basketball or who are in college basketball, but my God. You're just torturing me right now. But uh, either way, it's, it's got to be done. 
And then Saturday, I think I'll have a huge load on my plate. I think I'll be a uh, part of the two suit wrestling podcast, you know, oh, yeah. and I, Eric will also be there, which will be a show dedicated to the late, well, dedicated to a passing of a certain wrestler that we're about to get into in just a few moments. Uh. Um, but it's, but yeah, and then I think I might make it for the Bumbling Bozos variety program, but it all depends if I'm not too exhausted. Mm. So that's pretty much all I got on my plate. So, and also to provide updates regarding me and my channel. So, yeah. Um, Michael, you're up. All righty. Thank you very much, Jordan. Uh, so, you all know what I said last week about the NHL Home Memorial Trophy race. When I yes. picked Austin Matthews to win the Hart Memorial Trophy this year. Well, there's been in, in news regarding Austin Matthews, and I come across this article on ESPN saying that Toronto Maple Leafs star Austin Matthews was suspended for two games by the NHL Department of Player Safety on Monday for delivering a cross check to the neck of Buffalo Sabres defenseman Rasmus Dahlin during this past Sunday's Heritage Classic. This is the first fine or suspension that Matthews has received in his six-year NHL career. Previously, he had earned only 68 penalty minutes in 390 career games and was a two-time finalist for the NHL's Lady Bing Memorial Trophy for Sportsmanship and Gentlemanly Conduct. He is currently in the race for the Hard Memorial Trophy, but i got to tell you something right now. As an NHL fan, I th I'm sorry. I think he blew. I think he had a brilliant chance of winning the home memorial trophy, but because of that cross check, I'm sorry. I think he blew it. He definitely mm. blew it. That that could hurt, that could hurt. Knowing you get suspended, you know, an award, and then you get suspended a couple of games for cross checking. That could that could really hurt your chances for sure. Yeah, he, I think he blew it, and, I, and now I got a new front runner, Connor McDavid. Mm, okay. So that's. Uh, Going to be an update. So that's going to be your update in terms of the Har Memorial Trophy race. And let's hand things over to Uriel. All right, Uriel. All right. Last but not least, moi. Now, reason. Now, a couple of trailers has been released this week. Um, just like for example, there was the Sonic trailer, and then there is this one where. Yeah, now I usually say that um, I'm done with animation, but I will watch one if it actually does catch my interest. And one that actually catches my interest is a sequel to Puss in Boots. Oh, I, I think I read somewhere about this. Didn't read the whole thing, but and just recent and just recently, uh, this to this Tuesday, the trailer for the new Puss in Boots for the new Puss in Boots movie has been released and titled Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. And from the looks of it. I'm actually. I mean, I'm kind of. I'm kind of mixed on this. I mean, it's great to see. I mean, it's great to see Puss again. I mean, it's just great to hear like the name Shrek after all these years because I know people oh, are. Okay. Don't kick out my swamp. Yeah, it is a great spinoff. Uh, I'll probably. I'll probably have to say it's like one. One of my favorite uh, Shrek movies. Okay, look, Muppets. M Muppets and animation are two different things. It's like comparing apples to pineapples. They may sound the same, but they're different. Use your big boy. Use your big boy brains. But I will, I will say this: that the, the first Boots and Boots movie that was really good. Yeah, I'm. A, yeah, I know. I'm a complete idiot. The, the you first, are a complete idiot. Now, the, I mean, the first Boots and Boots movie was actually really good. 
It actually, it actually did surprise me a lot. It was fun. It was funny, action-packed, acting like my shoe size 12, or mine, 9. It was, uh, yeah, the first one of this movie, it was fun, it was funny, it was it was action-packed. It's possibly, possibly it's one of them, a, a big bag of fresh air from the front of Shrek franchise. So to see a sequel, it's actually, so to see a sequel to Puss in Boots, it's not, it's, it's no-brainer. But I will, but I will love to see but it's something that I'll, I'll mention I'm interested in. Hey, they just had to work on that boiler. Hey, you hey, you said uh, something about, you know, not comparing apples to pineapples. Well, in your case, when the green ones, it doesn't fall far from the tree. Oh, so you invented gravity. Ugh. No. But then again, you could defy it. Great, great, well, good, good musical. Well, the except Annie for coming. one, the Adam's apple. The Adam's apple. Yeah, but either way, but, Aaron, were you up? So, uh... Yeah, the yeah puts boots. Well, if there's any anime, I mean, Monster Sync. I, I I would love to see a sequel to Monster Sync. I mean, people would say, well, what about the TV show? I mean, yeah, it counts, but we're talking about like an actual movie. So to see a so to see a sequel to Pootsie Boots, I'm, I'm, it you catch my interest. The first one was really good, and for the longest time, many people thought it would be canceled, but they resurrected the they resurrected the project thanks to like the, uh, the Universal acquisition, acquisition. And finally, after all these years, we got a trailer, and hmm. There are some parts I'm actually impressed. And then there are some parts I was like, I'm not so sure. Let's start off with puzzle like the elephant in the room, like the differences in the animation style. To some extent, it actually looks really well done. Like there are some parts where like Puss was actually fighting this giant monster and it does give like and it does give like a Spider-Verse kind of vibe. Like the way how put like the way how Puss moves and the action scenes. And then you, and then you got the character. And then you got the designs of the characters. Mm, to me, it doesn't. It doesn't look like DreamWorks. Like, for example, this. To me, this looks really, really, really off. It looks a little new, don't it? Yeah, and I know people say, "Well, it's it's new anime. It's it's like upgrades on computers." But here's the thing. Explain the first one. Hey, you know the live-action Popeye movie. It recently got, you know, um, it recently became for free to watch on uh, YouTube, and I actually like it. Oh, that that that's a really good movie. I will gladly pay to see for a hamburger to take. Oh uh, yeah, the the yeah the Popeye movie. It's kind of because of the emoji movie. <sighs> yeah, great job. But, but either way, and Quentin and Quentin and Eddie just spent a, like a. Originally, the director was gonna. Originally, the director of Spider Verse was gonna do the sequel to Puss and Boots. So I guess it kind of explains why the the arts, why like how P when Puss was like finding these monsters, it looks like Spider, looks like Spider Verse. But I mean, to me, like the way how Puss looks, I I don't know. It for me, it doesn't scream DreamWorks. I mean, Pixar maybe, or maybe, or maybe Disney. But for me, it looks a bit too. I don't know. Don't, a bit too cartoony. They might purchase DreamWorks. You just never know. 
I mean, look at uh, look, look that, at look at the guy. Oh shit! And now they and now they're dead. But no, and then they resurrected for and then they resurrected just to make another Ice Age movie. Yeah, way to go, Disney. Fuck asses. <laughs> Romy, is that you? <laughs> well, I was. But I will I will say this. I mean, it's great to hear like uh, Antonio Banderas being back again. Yeah, Kung, Dragons, Kung Fu Panda, Red Shrek Two. Yeah, yeah, those yeah those are the good uh, DreamWorks movies. I mean, and I mean, comparing to this and what you see in Shrek Two, that's a major downgrade. I mean, to some extent, it looks really good. I mean, I kind of like it how like uh, the backgrounds looks like look like paintings. But then you got like uh, but then you got like how Puss looks, which. To me, uh, to me, it was such a step backwards because, like in the previous movies, there was like realism, which actually kind of, kind of fits well. But then you got this, which looks kind of like like a cartoon. I mean, it kind of gets more like Ice Age than Shrek. And then you got like uh, some of the jokes in there, which doesn't necessarily fall, doesn't necessarily like hit for me. I mean, there are some that actually got good laughs. And then there are some that I was like, okay, I can definitely tell that this is going to be geared more towards kids. Well, the first one, that's well, the first one actually does appeal well not just for kids, but for adults. Nachos for kids. <laughs> Those are my nachos. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Jabroni. Okay. And then, and then as for, and then they got like an entirely new cast. And Tony Madera is back, like, like I said, and Sama Hayek will return as well. And then you got like these new group of people, which only one of them I'm familiar with, and that is Florence Pugh as as Goldilocks. And when I think of Florence Pugh, I sadly think of that movie on uh, Midsummer. Oh, for the wrong reasons. <laughs> again, I, I mean, again Don't after hearing that abomination. Again, after hearing that movie, I. Don't really care why people why people call it the great horror movie. <laughs> if I don't want to watch a horror movie, I'll just watch the classic. <clears throat> yes, I know, I know. And other, other than that, I barely even recognize these people like Olivia Coleman, Wagner Mora, Ray Winston, Ray Winston. I, I don't know any of these people. I don't know any half of these people. It's like going to a family family. Who are these people, man? Where are they from, man? So, but, from, bro? but, but then you got the part of the movie which actually sounds pr pretty cool. Now, Puss has now Puss has lost all of his uh, eight lives and he's now down to one. So he needs to go on this adventure to find the uh, to find like this um, love for his people. Go. I mean, I have. I mean, she's pretty. I mean, after hearing what happened in Midsummer. I don't know why she decided to be in that movie. I mean, she could have been in any other film than that. So, and in, in this one, it's a so in this Puss and Moose movie, it's all about Puss. Like, um, he lost all of his eight lives, and he's now down to one. And he and he's going to go off on an adventure to find this a uh, witch granting um this witch granting creature to restore all of his nine lives. But it's right at the bat that it sounds pretty cool. And even the action is even the action is still there. Yeah. Very Esther. I mean, I mean, my brother. I mean, my brother likes him, but at the same time, I don't really know why. But I guess it's all about taste. Yeah, I mean, the action scenes is it's still 
I mean, from the looks of the action scene, it still looks really cool. Like e even that uh, new art style looks even looks even better and more gorgeous. Like the scene where Puss is like finding um, Goldilocks and the three bears. That look that one looks awesome. I cannot wait to see that. I can't wait. I can't wait to see the full thing in theater. And then there and then there's this one part. There's this one part where I was just dying to laughter. It's where they bring, of course, they bring back Puss, like giving the like the key. The, the cat eyes and Sama Hayek's character was doing the exact same thing. And then there's this um and then there's this dog who he tried to do the same thing, but except his eyes keep popping out and Sama Hayek says, Stop, you're gonna get yourself a hernia. I was like, okay, that's that's actually kind of funny. Sama Hayek's pretty hot, let me tell you. Oh she is my Desperado, one of my one of my favorite action movies. But the one thing that, but what really surprised me is how this movie was actually trending when it came, when the trailer came out, and I think I know why. As soon as the trailer mentioned Shrek, of course it has to be trending because people were really dying to see more of Shrek. I mean, I mean after the the last one has ended, and then and then years later with the memes being um, with the memes just being like just spread it out, people have been really dying to see uh, an, another Shrek movie. Like Red Beast for a TV show or or an actual fifth film. I mean, there's like even petitions and Instagram users that just says that just simply says we need Shrek Five, which is which is actually kind of surprising. At, there was a time where Shrek used to be like the bane of people's existence, but now people have suddenly just just went back to loving this green ogre again. Me, I would love to see Shrek like actually come coming back for a cameo for this new Puss in Boots movie. That if, if that were the case, I'll probably I'll probably call it a movie of the decade. Like even I'll probably give it a ten out of ten. <laughs> so I mean, so other than other than that's like the jokes. Eh, I mean, some of them were pretty funny. Some of them kind of makes me like shake my head. The animation style. Eh, I know some people love it. For me, it's a it's more more mixed. I mean, it kind of gives me like um. Kind of reminds me of that new uh, Dragon Ball movie coming out, which, yes, it looks like the, it's supposed to look like the the franchise, but at the same time, it looks a bit different. Oh, oh, okay. So yeah, so to wrap this up, I mean, will I see the movie? I mean, yeah, I'm kind. I mean, I'm kind of interested. I mean, I'll probably have to set my expectations a little a little low, but other than that, um. I mean, so far you're doing you're doing all right, DreamWorks. I mean, best wishes, best wishes to you. And we're all, um to Shrek fans. We're this closing on on bringing Shrek back. So be patient. That day will come. All right. Um, well, we're not going to end the show real quick because after all, I did say we we're going to be paying tribute uh, soon. However, I got someone waiting backstage ready to do a mini rant. However, I'm going to go ahead and say this right here, right now. Um, as you all have heard, um, we lost a very good wrestler in the name of Scott Hall. And I'm not going to lie. It has been, you know, it's been, you know, really hard for a lot of professional wrestling fans around the world. Um, me and me included. Um, I did a Facebook post about this, you know, regarding um, my thoughts on Scott Hall. But you know what's the you know what's the worst part? I I first heard the news as soon as Bofa ended. 
I was like, what a way to kill the mood. Yeah. Well, at least it didn't. At least it didn't happen during the show. <laughs> oh my god! If this was during, that would have been a really sour show. Hmm. So. But even still, um, I already have uh, my good friend Daniel Tanokimaru waiting backstage to give us a mini rant regarding uh, something that just transpired after Hall's, uh, be before and after Hall's passing. So with that being said, let's take it away to Daniel Rolf Tanokimaru. All it's the Rant Read Podcast. We're very special guest, Mr. Tanokimaru. Yay! Tanuki Maru, but thanks, Kermit. But uh, I want to say something in regards... Okay, I said I was going to do a mini-rap, but I guess I'm going to have to add two to that because I just got done playing WWE 2K22. I can't win a single fucking match with these controls. I'm sorry. These controls are so fucking ass that I said, get this shit out of my system. I just... I was playing as Escobar, and well, how I started was I was playing as uh, Davari, right? Yeah. Davari. And I couldn't even hit a single freaking move. Like, the reverse only shows up when it wants to. There are certain moves you cannot reverse. You can't reverse, like, DDTs. It's like TNA Impact all over again. When it's Like, certain moves you cannot reverse. You can't reverse arm drags, DDTs. You can't reverse certain strikes, like an elbow smash, when you could easily counter that. But no, it only shows up when the Y button shows up. Why the fuck am I playing this game more like? But anyways, back to Scott Hall. I'm going to do a salute to Scott Hall. Hold on. I'm going to do his NWO salute, you know, because the guy earns it. <sighs> Oh, it's facing the other way. I know. <sighs> Give me a minute. NWO salute right here, everybody. This is the NWO salute. And I'm going to say something to these people who are profiting off this guy's death because I've seen like dozens of people already doing it. Yeah. Are you very proud of yourself? Are you very fucking proud of yourselves for promoting your own self? on YouTube by advertising his own, just not only disrespecting the guy for doing that, but promoting your own self to a way of marketing yourself around in this. I guess that's the way of marketing yourself on YouTube. Nowadays, we got to fucking do what everybody else did to Kobe Bryant, Mar Marilyn Monroe, and all these other people who have died, right? Let's put a fucking ad in our videos and not show any respect. Y'all make me sick. It's people like you that makes me. It's people like you that brought me into this platform anyway, because a fr old friend of mine from Texas told me that I my that I was good for rants, and I was, and I was the good guy when it came to ranting. Yeah, at first my content may have sucked because they were all you know hee hee ha ha, but now. I mean, it's still hee-hee-ha-ha -ha on some of my rants, I will admit. But when I see people profiting off this guy and all that all that stuff that happened to him when he was put out of life support, off of life support and everything, y'all make me very disgusted. And WWE 2K, 
Y'all can't had this coming too. Y'all profiting off this guy for $120 separately. He may not have wow. been the founder of e of the NWO, but he was the co-founder of the NWO. The Outsiders is what they called themselves at first. Then they formed Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. And that, called, that created the NWO right there. All they needed was three guys. All it took was three guys. And ever since, it built. It built to the strong faction that we know today as the NWO. And when I had to see 2K profiting off this guy's death, putting him behind a fucking paywall, and then I had to see what culture put ads in their fucking videos. Then I had to see WrestleMania do it. And I'm surprised that one person I will not name has not done it. And I, I you know, it, if he does do it, I wouldn't be surprised because he does it for attention. But I'm not going to mention his name here. This is why I do not take part of the YWC. I don't need a camera. This is why I don't take part in anything the YWC does. This is why I don't take part in anything the anime do community does. I may be part of these communities, but I'm not. I don't. I don't really consider part of it because let's be honest. I have my own freaking community for a reason, and this is one of the reasons right here. Y'all are profiting off these people's debts. Y'all have been doing this for for how long? I think for years. Y'all have been doing this. Y'all done this to Kobe Bryant. Pretty much taking a shit on his grave at this point. Y'all are doing the exact same thing to Kobe Bryant, now to Scott Hall. With all this Ukrainian shit going on, with all this crap going on, it, it, it comes as no shocker. Because that's just how much y'all put yourselves over than the guy who actually deserves to be put himself over for the stuff he has achieved in wrestling and the stuff he's achieved in his lifetime. So y'all ought to be ashamed of yourselves for what y'all are doing in this community. Y'all ought to be ashamed of yourselves because right now, as we speak, there are people putting ads in this video saying, oh, rest in peace, Scott Hall. Rest in peace. Oh, NWO for life. Too sweet. But y'all are being too sweet profiting off this guy. Y'all the real fucking bad guys, not Scott Hall. I hope you're proud of yourselves. I really hope you so. Because he's probably sitting in heaven somewhere thinking what they probably rolling his head right now. Thinking about what y'all are doing. Because honestly, if that had to be me, I'll be fucking pissed off right now. Very pissed off. Same. But anyways, respect to Scott Hall. I mean, that guy had lived a better life. You know, he lived. He, he tried his best to, to cope with the stuff he dealt with. But think about me. Think about this for a moment before I head off. I want y'all to fucking think about this for the people who think this shit is cool. What what would it be like if you were in this guy's shoes? where you were taking off a of life support and you were trying to fight whatever it is you were trying to fight against. Think about that. Anyways, I'm off. Thank you, Daniel. Mm. Yeah.
And and what he's saying right there with other people profiting off off of Scott Hall's death with advertisements on their videos is true. It, he's not he's not BSing. Yeah, you got WrestleMania. You got Walt Culture. You've got pretty much anybody who pays tribute to Scott Hall and other celebrities just benefit having ads on their videos to profit off of by paying tribute. You know, if I'm doing a tribute, I would never profit off it. You know why? Because I would make sure that there would be no ads for it. They, there's always the option of making sure you don't have ads put on there, but that's the thing. Even if you have YouTube's partnership, you could still take off the ads. That that is the equivalent. That is equivalent like a, you making a YouTube of uh, someone making a YouTube video saying, "Oh no, my uh, girlfriend is dead." Also, buy my merch. It's in the description below. Like, yeah, it's disgusting. But I agree with everything that Daniel just said regarding you know the, these people. They ought to be ashamed of themselves. But now we get to the get to the final moments of the show. You know, I know this isn't you know as long as uh, usual, but um. Uh, we will give ourselves some, uh, you know, words of, you know, um, what we thought of Scott Hall. But um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, play a, you know, a voice audio, audio recording of Bren's voice of what he thought of Scott Hall and all that. So I'm going to let this play right quick. I'm Brandon Martin, co-founder, co-creator, one of the producers and one of the bi-main hosts of the Rant Great Podcast and current listener of the Pro Wrestling Shoot. What Scott Hall meant to me as a wrestling fan, he could be a cocky bad guy in the ring at times when he wrestled and even on the mic during promos. However, he is an all-around guy when you meet him in person, at conventions, or even at a meet-and-greet. He was well-known in WWF, WCW, AWA, NWA, TNA, and the list goes on and on. My favorite moment of Scott Hall is when he became the Undisputed Intercontinental Champion at WrestleMania 10 in 1994 at Madison Square Garden when he defeated Shawn Michaels in a ladder match and even before leading up to WrestleMania on Raw to see who was the rightful Intercontinental Champion of either Shawn Michaels or Razor Ramon. Yep. Gotta give Mazel you know, kudos to that, you know. But anyway, uh-huh. um, Eric, um, you have anything to say regarding uh, Scott Hall? Yeah, uh, I remember when Razor Ramon uh, as Scott Hall, uh, Scott Hall as Razor Ramon made his debut in the WWE then World Wrestling Federation back in '92, and I remember him helping uh, Ric Flair win, winning the championship from uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. And then uh, my also my favorite Scott Hall, I, you know, Scott Hall not only provided some great wrestling matches and his great personality and all, he had some funny moments too. And one of the funny moments I can think of is when him and Nash teamed up. Um, was in 99 when, they, when the creative control was in charge, the powers that be, and they had like three porn stars. And I remember uh, the, the last one, the, the Asian girl with the you know big boobs. <laughs> and we, I, I kind of knew that Bobby DeBrain Heenan, you know, I think Bobby DeBrain Heenan made that segment, to be honest with you. But Scott Hall, he was fun, he, he had you know, he was being funny, you know. But it was, it was disgusting when the uh, disgusting about the pack when he supposed to drink and all, but. But, oh, him yeah. Nash, yeah, but him and Nash were pretty funny together as a tag team. Uh, my favorite Razor Ramon moment, as far as wrestling is concerned, when he first won the Intercontinental title, it's not the exact belt that he won, but um, this is a, a classical, close to the classical version that he had. Honoring when he beat Rick Martel, when he, oh, we, oh, you and I got the same thing. Cool. How's that? Uh, and um, 
Him and Martel. I, 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 I held this when, when I was doing the Jordy Savage, you know, gimmick. You know, Randy yeah, Savage. I remember that. And uh, and I remember him and Martel co-won a battle royal, and they fought the week later to decide a new Intercontinental Champion because they stripped Shawn Michaels a bit for not making the contractual obligations. And um, he ended up winning that. And that was my favorite Razor Ramon because he, his persona was so over, you know, his persona was, was so over with the fans after the uh, upset loss to the one, two, three kid. When he was known just to, as the kid, it was a virtual. That was movie. my, that's my favorite funny, uh, you know, moment, you know, with Scott Hall when yeah, he got and, beaten by the one, two, three kid. Yeah. And they're like, and my other favorite Scott, funny uh, Scott Hall moment in the WWE was when, you know, Ted DiBiase, and he appeared at ringside during DiBiase's match against the one, two, three kid. And then the one, two, three kind of scooped DiBiase after DiBiase made a laxic cover. And he goes, I got three things to say. One, you got beat. Two, you got beat. And three, you got beat. And then the other favorite was when uh, Razor Ramon was taunting IRS at ringside and uh, on an episode of Ron and PJ Walker, who became later as Just Incredible, end up pinning uh, IRS and Razor Ramon's laughing at him and all that. And so, I, you know, listen, Razor Ramon, you know, Scott Hall, all around great wrestler, all around uh, funny dude. You know, yeah, he had he fought his demons. He conquered them. DDP, you know, I got to give him a shout out for helping all these guys out. Uh, you, know, God. you know, DDP, God bless him. But I'm sure. And remember, you forget now, Scott Hall originally in, it was in WCW as the Diamond Stud. Then that big moment when he came back to WCW in 96. And, and he says, you know who I am? You know, you know, and that moment, that changed everything. You know him and Nash, him and Nash, the, the whole click, okay, basically transcended the business. You know, Michaels and Triple H took care of things in the, in the w, in World Wrestling Federation. Hall and Nash decided to take take care of business in WCW. They both, you know, transcended. Remember, Scott Hall got the ball rolling by jumping ship, and we should never forget what that man did and how he basically transcended wrestling in the mid nineties. So. Scott Hall, rest in peace. We're going to miss you, bad guy. You know, and a hey, yo. And I'm glad you're in the Hall of Fame. You know, bad times don't last, but bad guys do. You know, um, hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Best, best, and maybe it looked like a poem, but it was the best saying ever that he did. So we're going to miss you. Even the bad guys can be good. Yeah. I just find this a tragedy, to be honest with you. I mean, when you look, when you think of Scott Hall, only only a few things come to mind. To be honest with you, I remember when he had a WWE title match against Bret Hart at Royal Rumble 1993. I I I, I said something about that in the comments in one of Gary's posts. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, but. Most memorable, I think, was WrestleMania 10, that ladder match. Mm-hmm. Definitely NWO, honestly. I mean, like, that is just. My, my heart goes out to Scott Hall's family, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Because in this case, this is just a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, 
I don't know. I don't think Uriel has anything much to say about Scott Hall because, you know, I don't think he got a chance to watch much wrestling unless you do have something well, to say. I do. Well, I do. I there heard a little bit about him, like on, well, on both of us, just the latest both of us episode. Like they did went over him for, for a bit. And actually, they like, as soon as I joined in on, 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 like the, on like the show, they were talking about him coincidentally. And just to hear him, like he just passed away. Just as soon as it, as soon as the both of us like were going over him, that is, that is, that is just depressing. Mm. And this was after the show had ended. Yeah, and when I just turned when Talk I turned about on timing. Monday, well, when I turned on Monday Night Raw, there was a scrap, there was the graphic there. I was like, is it? I was like, no, no, that cannot happen. You know what I mean? It was, it was a tough. Yeah. Very tough loss. I not only feel for Scott Hall's family, I feel for Kevin Nash because that man is. Yeah, I mean, those two. Peter, they're like two peas in a pod. Those two. And Regardless of my uh, personal feelings towards Kevin Nash, there was one thing that I could not, you know, deny him of, and that was him being a good friend of Scott. Mm. You know, I mean, I even tweet, I even gave a tweet out to him. You know. Uh, as you know, like even before Scott died, and even though he was t- being taken off life support, still at the end of the day, I just don't. I just you know swallowed my pride. But um, I'm gonna read off my own Facebook post regarding my thoughts to Scott Hall. You know, and this was like six hours before his announce, before his the announcement of his death. Um. I even have this pinned, and it's going to stay pinned on my Facebook until after the week is over. Um, this, are, this was my uh, thoughts on him. When I first saw Scott Hall on television and was in the ro- road down, down his own self-destruction, I never saw him in the New Generation era or in the New World Order during the Monday Night Wars between WCW and WWF. And when I saw him in 2010, when Hulk Hogan arrived in TNA for the first time, it was getting more worse for the bad guy. I really didn't pay too much attention to social media back then like I do now. But when I looked at Scott Hall, he looked like he was a lost cause and that he was beyond saving. That was, of course, until Jake Roberts and DDP reached out to Scott who was already at the brink of committing suicide. I watched Scott get rehabilitated by DDP Yoga. It was in the documentary about Jake Roberts' road to rehabilitation, and after seeing the progress that Scott was willing to give along with Jake, I was wrong to think so negatively to give up on Scott Hall. Sometime uh, before the, the documentary came out, Scott Hall, along with Jake Roberts, joined the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2014, and this too was presented in the documentary. After the launch of the WWE Network in February of 2014, I immediately watched Scott as the bad guy, Razor Ramon, and then watched why he turned, why, 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 he, why he went towards a down, downhill spiral. Um... It was due to many mistakes he had made, whether they were intentional or unintentional. And the disgusting thing thing was his issues were showcased on national television as a storyline by Eric Bischoff. That was when I began to believe I misjudged Scott Hall for who he was as a person. He loved professional wrestling and he loved his fans. The only thing he didn't love was having to fight his demons. The re- And... Um, 
and then I explain um, why I made the post. The reason why I'm making this post because for the last couple of days there have been reports regarding the med the recent medical issues with Scott Hall. He suffered three heart attacks and was in critical condition and was on life support. His family have made the decision to take Scott off life support, which will most likely end the life of our beloved bad guy. And this truly is a dark day for professional wrestling fans all around the world. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. That was the line from his Hall of Fame speech. Since then, I've grown to love and respect Scott Hall as both a man and and an inspiration for people when they're going through demons. You never give up the fight. So, yeah. I even said, so that being said, me and my colleagues of Rant and Ray Podcast will be paying tribute to Scott Hall as the closing for the show. Our whole hearts and condolences along with our prayers go out to the friends and family of Scott Hall. And I even said, although I never see, see eye to eye with Kevin Nash, I know deep down he loves Scott like a brother, and I would like to one day meet Nash and thank him personally for him and Scott changing the business in regards to payment. With that being said, Scott Hall, we love you and we will miss you. And I even provide an update six hours after the post was made that he passed away October 20th, 1959, March 14th, 2022. And I even put in the following photo is of Razor Ramon celebrating after defeating Shawn Michaels in a ladder match that determined the undisputed WF Intercontinental Champion back in 1994 at WrestleMania 10. And um, here's the photo that I put up. Yeah, uh, another story about um, Scott Hall was really, really cool. I remember it was a few WrestleManias ago when Matt Cardona was wrestling as Zack Ryder and he won the Intercontinental title in a ladder match. He went out of his way to find Scott Hall himself and have uh, another picture with him with Hall holding his intercontinental title, which is one of the coolest moments. Because because back in the day when he was uh, Cardona was a kid, he had a picture with Razor Ramon where Razor let him hold his intercontinental title and a way to do it in favor. And Matt Cardona was classy to doing that. And I thought that was a cool, classy moment. And, you know, Kevin Daddy, Killer Demon 669, how you guys doing? Um Paying a little tribute to Scott Hall, and um, I think um, I don't think uh, there was a tent bell salute, you know, clip added, but um, uh, Brandon should have given that to you. I I know we, I, but that's okay. You know what? I think uh, let's do an old an old fashioned um, like ten minutes a uh, moment of silence. How, you know, not ten minutes. That's too long, but uh, ten oh, seconds. Uh, but I think I think a minute worth of silence is worth worth enough, but. With that being said, um, I'd ask all of you who are watching the stream right now live and all of us right here as we uh, give. I found it. Okay, never mind. Go back and do it again. All right, hold up. All right. Ten bells okay. salute for Scott Hall. Yeah.
Well, that being said, I want to make a public announcement that then, now, and forever, we will no longer be known as the Rant and Rave Crew. We will be known as the Rant and Rave Click. With that being said, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up. Um, with that, uh, if you love this show, give it a thumbs up. And uh, if um, if you missed your chance of live chat, comment down below. Give us your thoughts and your favorite moments of Scott Hall, whether he was Razor Ramon or 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 Scott Hall, in, you know, in general. And also, be sure to subscribe if you're new to the channel of Brandon Martin, you know, and hit the notification bell whenever this channel does an upload, a premiere, or live stream like this one at all times. Same thing goes for uh, Eric Lima, WML TV Channel 77, Michael Bombardier, and Yuri Ibarra, uh, Ibarra Studios, and yours truly, Jordan Little, J-Man's Legit. And uh, with that being said, God bless you all. Have a great day. And remember to stay too sweet. Hard work pays off. Dreams come and true. Tune and tune in next time for yet another Graham Zuddy Rant and Ring podcast. Yay! Go, Hal. This is for you. See yes.